0: to the Once Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In this episode, we will be looking at the 1987 film, The Brave Little Toaster. In this series, we won't be doing a deep analysis of the film or giving a bunch of behind-the-scenes facts, but rather giving our impressions of the overall film and the songs from the film. We'll also be giving a score to the film and ranking the songs. So prepare yourself to watch a movie from your childhood that you haven't seen in decades, enjoy the fun beginning and the 80s nostalgia of it, and also have childhood traumas unlocked from the inappropriate, in, inappropriately dark moments of this movie and enjoy our episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the Brave Little Toaster is a 1987 American animated musical film based on the 1980 novella of the same name by Thomas M. Dish. Dish? Thomas M. Dish set in a world where domestic appliances and other consumer electron- electronics come to life, pretending to be lifeless in the presence of humans. Gee, I wonder... If... That sounds so familiar. Yeah. Like
1: other concepts yeah. that I know of.
0: Hmm, there might be another movie out there that kind of does the same exact thing.
1: Only comes out a couple years later. <laughs> yeah. gee, I wonder. Yeah.
0: Um, but the story of this focuses on five anthropomorphic household appliances, which include a toaster, a lampstand, a blanket, a radio and a vacuum cleaner who go on a quest to search for their owner the film was produced by hyperion pictures and the kushner kushner lock company many cal arts grads including the original members of pixar animation studios hmm pixar animation studios
1: pixar what are you doing here i wonder
0: <laughs> were involved in this film the rights to the book were acquired by walt disney studios in 1982 animator john lester
1: john lasseter
0: excuse me sorry john lasseter
1: which john lasseter where do i know that name Hmm. from
0: where does he pop up interesting then employed at disney wanted to do a computer animated film based on it gee i wonder why a computer it's toy story they do they do toy story later john lasseter's in charge of pixar guys yeah Yeah. Yeah. we're dropping all the pretense this is um I, I don't This know. is
1: Toy Story before Toy Story. Yeah,
0: I'll go back, I'll go back into the Except rest Toy of Story this information. Toy
1: Story is not traumatic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Toy Story 1, 2, and 4 before Toy Story 1, 2, and 4 were Toy Story. <laughs> like, um, while the film received a l- limited theatrical release, The Brave Little Toaster received positive reviews and was popular on home video. It also was followed by two sequels, The Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue in 1997 and the Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars in 1998.
1: Subscribe to our uh, Patreon and maybe we'll watch the other Brave Little Toaster films. Yeah,
0: I can't imagine they're going to be as traumatic as this one is, but we'll, we'll see. We might, maybe I'd we'll,
1: like to know. I'd we'll, like to know now.
0: That's something I was thinking. Of. Maybe we could do like reactions to them on Patreon or something like that. I actually started very shortly. I'm going to set us up with two mics and everything, and I have to use OBS to record at that point. And I was thinking, I was like, well if I'm using OBS anyway, maybe like I could do video on Twitch or YouTube or something. And I decided against it for two reasons. One, because we have to be camera ready every time that we want to record then and I don't feel like being camera ready every time (laughs) we want to record. I
1: am fine being camera ready, but
0: Um, But two, every time I hit the record button. Ashley just goes into the most racist tirades that I have to edit out of every episode. Like as soon as soon as I hit record, she goes, you know, the thing about Guatemalans is and I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> um, so I, I decided it would be best not to do live recordings of the I'm making that second part up. But I just I just don't want to have to always be camera ready because sometimes I don't feel like being camera ready to record if I'm being honest. The film premiered at the Wadsworth Theater in Los Angeles on July 13, 1987. With the producer's help, the film premiered at various festivals, including the Los Angeles International Animation Celebration in 1987 and the Sundance Film Festival in 1988. It made history as the first animated film ever exhibited at Sundance and remains the only one until 2001's Waking Life. Though the prize went to Rob Nielsen's Heat and Sunlight before the award ceremony, director Jerry Reese claims he was told by the judges that they considered uh, Toaster the best film, but they decided not to give the award to a cartoon as they considered people would not take the festival seriously afterwards. Though it's sometimes thought that the film was not released in cinemas because it failed to find a uh, distributor, in reality, Arthouse Films Distribution, Socorro's Pictures... Took on the distribution rights for the theatrical release, and was going to do evening screenings, noting it was uh, for noting it was more for college and young adults than kids. Agreed, <laughs> very much 100% agreed, 100 percent agreed. Yeah. yeah. However, Disney, who had invested in the video and television rights, according to Reese, did not want competition, so they moved the television premiere date up and ended up preventing it from being financially successful in theaters. Forcing, I don't even remember how I said it before, Skokars to withdraw their deal. The film premiered at the Dis- uh, The film premiered on Disney Channel on February twenty seventh, nineteen eighty eight. To compensate, Hyperion continued its plan to enter the film into various festivals and managed to secure limited theatrical airings at art house facilities across the United States, such as spending two weeks at the New York Film Forum in May of nineteen eighty nine and shortly in Washington, D.C. in March of 1990. This helped to give the film a cult following. Reese thinks most people discovered the film through syndication on the Disney Channel or through home video release. In July of 1991, Walt Disney home video video released the film to home video format via VHS and Laserdisc. In the U.K., the VHS tapes were released under under Polygram Videos, and uh, Carlton videos in the 2000s, while in Australia, uh, Roadshow Home Video held the rights. The DVD was released in September 2003 to tie in to the film's 15th anniversary. In the UK, Prism Leisure Corporation was in charge of it. Uh, Disney releases... Oh, no. In the UK, Prism Leisure Corporation was in charge of Disney's releases commonly use a laser disc transfer from the 1990s while prism leisure leisures dvds uses a fresh transfer from an international print i have no idea what i just read (laughs) Um, either while the sequels the brave little toaster to the rescue and the brave little toaster goes to mars are available the original film has yet to appear on disney plus or any video on demand uh, services for that matter the film had a budget of two point three million, or roughly six million today, and the box office it broke even with two point three million. It premiered on july thirteenth, nineteen eighty seven, in Los Angeles.
1: Directed by Jerry Reese. Story by Jerry Reese, Joe Ramp, Ryan McKenty, and Jim Ryan. Screenplay by Jerry Reese and Joe Ramp. Based on The Brave Little Toaster by Thomas M. Dish. Produced by Donald Kushner and Thomas L. Wow. Yeah. Edited by Donald W. Ernst. Music by David Newman. Production companies are Hyperion Pictures and Kushner Lock Company. The runtime is 90 minutes. Starring Deanna Oliver as Toaster. Timothy E. Day as Blanky. John Lovitz as Radio. Tim Stack as Lampy. Thurl Ravenscroft as Kirby. Wayne Katz as Master Rob McGorty. Phil Hartman as Air Conditioner and Joe Ramph as Elmo St. Peters.
0: I didn't realize, like, Thurl's, even though I put these notes together, didn't realize that Thurl Ravenscroft was Kirby. That's where I know the name from, or, like, the voice from. Because um, I was like, who is the vacuum? Like, I was like, who is the... Uh, like, but it's Thurl Ravenscroft. He's been a voice animation for a long time. So He we're does the...
1: a lot of the Disney, uh, he's voiced a lot of the Disney Reds. That's yeah. where I know him from very well.
0: Yeah most
1: notably the haunted mansion narrator
0: very true so we're gonna do um i guess like how we've been doing it where we just recall what we want to talk about i don't know where do you want to the movie starts off pretty fun like you know it starts
1: off pretty fun you know it's a bunch of appliances appliances they
0: wake up for the day and they're you know they're waiting for their they're
1: doing their best Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like he's sad because the master's not back
0: since it's a 1980s movie They all have to kind of hate each other, even though they're friends. Like, they're all kind of rude to each other at the beginning. But the toaster... Yeah,
1: everybody's rude to Blanky. Even toaster's like, Blanky.
0: Well, they're all, like, rude to each other. Like, they're all rude to the vacuum cleaner and stuff, too. But um, I love how the toaster tries to trick them into doing chores by, yes. by like, oh, we're going to play a game. Okay, what's the game? Don't stop until everything's clean. Which <laughs> I wish I had appliances that cleaned the house for me, or like right? my cabin if I had a cabin. But Also, for
1: everybody's dynamic is so strange because even Lampy gets like almost jealous later on because he's like, you know Toaster, you're like treating Blanky a little too nice. yeah. And being a little too friendly with Blanky. What's up with that? that? It's like Lampy, you in love with Toaster? Is Toaster in love with Blanky? His, what's going on? His specific Can line, they have a relationship? His, I don't
0: his know line that. is what's going on between the two of you? Like, <laughs> hey, you you guys gonna get down or like like what what is this? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um,
1: Can Blanky and Toaster even get together?
0: Yeah. How I does don't that work. I don't know. But they hear, they hear a car going by and they're like, oh, the master's returned and they all hold up the blanket to get to the attic and the car just drives by, the first one, and then they hear another car coming and a person gets out of the car and they're like, oh, he's finally returned, the master, the master, and then it's just a person putting a for sale sign, a realtor putting a for sale sign in front of the cabin and they're all extremely disappointed And then the jackass air conditioner comes on, which I remembered him like.
1: I I remember him being a jerk. Yeah. I don't remember him basically committing suicide. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I
1: literally was watching that and went, he he dead. He killed
0: himself. Before before rewatching this movie, there were three things that I remembered. I remembered the air conditioner being a jerk, but I thought he had a much bigger role in the movie.
1: Me too.
0: <laughs> I remembered the vacuum cleaner sucking up his own cord. And I remember that being extremely traumatic because he was like... <laughs> while it was happening. And, mm-hmm. and the third thing I remembered was that the kid was grown up. Yeah. like Those were, those were the three things I remembered about this movie before going into it. This movie, however, unlocked a whole bunch of hidden memories and traumas that I did not know I had <laughs> with me. I had put them away. Uh, you know, I'm gonna need... I needed therapy before this, but I certainly need more therapy okay, after this. Okay, we're gonna this. talk about it right yeah, now. Yeah. Um... Okay. <clears throat> but, um... So the, the air conditioner is like, you're all stupid. We've been here for years. They're never the master's never coming back for you. And they're and all like, like,
1: has a full meltdown. Yeah. basically. And
0: they're all like, well, especially the toaster is like, you're just jealous because the master never played with you because you're stuck in a wall. And he's like, <laughs> and kills himself. <laughs> like he blows himself up. With, and
1: they're all horrified by this, but yeah. then go on with their life. Like yeah,
0: yeah. And they're everything's like, everything's fine they're like you know what let's go find the master like he's not coming to us we'll go to him we'll go find him
1: and like but well, how, are we,
0: how are we gonna get there <laughs> how are we gonna get there from yeah. the we, back of a computer chair we have to we have to ruin that the cabin first we have to push the bed down like the stairs and we have to jump in the fridge and try and do it with the fridge for some reason we have to wreck we have to wreck the cabin first um <laughs> but then they come up with the idea of tying uh the cord okay. from the vacuum cleaner to the like you said, computer chair now. Back then, just a mobile chair. Um, on which there was something about this time period, like because the radio constantly talks about President Roosevelt. I was like, oh, is this supposed to take place in the past? But then later, there's computers, and I was like, oh no, it's not. Like I like I, I thought like maybe this was supposed to be like, you know, 1930s, 40s yeah. time period, but it's not. But uh, they and they figure out that they can hook up uh, a car battery. To the uh, outlet, so that they can all stay charged and everything like that,
1: which like wouldn't work long term. Pro- yeah, pumpkin's Pro- here to be like producer. Pumpkin with- has
0: notes. Um, <laughs> this movie what's up, was buddy? traumatic. Yeah, you're here. You're here to help with the therapy, buddy. Thank you.
1: Therapy cat has arrived. <laughs>
0: yeah. But oh, and he's on his way. But the uh, <laughs> they they go on their way, which they I I was like, why are you guys not following the road? Why are you going through the grass? Which even the the uh, Uh, vacuum cleaner calls it uh shag carpeting like he's like oh shag carpeting which i i found funny because i was like yeah he would think that that grass is shag carpeting and everything
1: yeah they go like through the woods Mm -hmm. and again that battery ain't working that long like what are they doing like what's going on here
0: yeah
1: (laughs) so they have very they don't have long cords how is this
0: we got we got (laughs) we gotta throw it out we got
1: suspend disbelief completely on this one like it's not like watching Toy Story where like toys you are like yeah you know they're battery powered they'll get there like
0: yeah. or whatever like they're whatever like they just come come to life and we, <laughs> when when humans are around they fall down and you know we don't notice but um <laughs> what was what was I going to say they uh, they're they're in the woods and they run into these animals that kind of assault them. But then they're like oh eventually they're just like yeah we're gonna leave now and the animals are all like oh okay bye, bye. Um, they, it's
1: like oh t- okay that that went way too well yeah
0: they have they have a fun song that like it's like a 1980s oh we're going on a fun adventure song it's The like, travel songs yeah ready to,
1: I gave it a six out of ten
0: okay i ha- I have all the songs down here lower in the notes I gave it a seven out of ten I said great fun start of an adventure song um from a, uh, an animated 80s movie it's called city of light um and it's just sung by the people in the movie um we're gonna talk about other songs in a little bit but (laughs) so they're on their adventure and eventually the battery runs out of juice and they can't go any further the blanket gets lost up in a tree and uh the lamp decides there's a thunderstorm happening and he's like all right i'm gonna pretty much try and sacrifice myself to get Mm -hmm. the battery charged again and it it works out because he doesn't die he just blows his bulb um Which, like,
1: he'd be dead dead, let's be real. Yeah,
0: and, um, it recharges the battery and everything like that, and they spend the night, um, I can't remember exactly how it happens, but they end up spending the night in, like, a cave, I think, or something Mm like that. Yeah. And the toaster has this horrifying dream of (laughs) him being, uh, stabbed with forks and then used in a tub, like, a tub full of water. Like, I was like, oh my god, this is dark. Um, but, um... Oh, yeah, and there's killer clowns in the dream, too, for some oh, reason. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, this but, movie is
1: terrifying. Do not watch it. No, with
0: children. It is not Don't it.
1: watch it at all.
0: I called my mother before we started recording and asked her why she let me watch this as a child. And she said it, it turned me into the tough man that I am today. And I said, no, no, it didn't. Um, but anyway, uh, they eventually end up getting stuck in this mud and they're all going to get sucked into it. And then, uh, what's his name from, uh, the Rescuers shows up, um, I can't remember, Mr. Snoops or Mr. Snipes or whatever his yes. name was. Yeah. He, show, he, actually, he actually does have a name here in this summary. Let me see. Um, Elmo, Elmo St. Peter's is his name. Uh, he hears the radio cause the radio is signing off. It's like, oh, one last time, blah, blah, blah. And he hears the radio and he pulls them out of the mud. Takes them back to their shop. And this is where the Toy Story 2 part comes about. Although it's Mm -hmm. also kind of a little city from Toy Story 1 at the same time, too. Um, But he takes them back to their shop where it gets revealed that he pulls apart old old discarded electronics to sell to people to put in their new electronics and everything. Mm -hmm. And we get this horrific song. I guess I'll skip down to it. It's a B movie sung by Phil Hartman uh donna oliver timothy e daly timothy stack thorough ravenscroft jerry reeves and a chorus and i wrote down creep factor to the max i hate it but it is very well done and i'm supposed to be uncomfortable and i gave it an eight out of ten
1: can't find it but yeah i i would probably give that around like a seven out of ten it was terrifying
0: yeah they eventually manage to escape, uh... How do they... They cause a distraction, I'm trying to remember. Um... Using Lampy's sudden idea, the gang manages to scare Elmo and knock him out cold. Okay. As they get the radio back, uh, uh... Blowhorn calls out a jail... Uh, jailbreak, and... As other refrigerators break down the doors, tosses Elmo Aside Elmo's dog... And escapes the shop uh, with other warden-torn appliances. So, yeah, they manage to escape the shop. And they're on their way to the city. They're finally about to reach the city. And it's it's shown as they enter the city, the kid that they're looking for, man, now, about to leave for college, is leaving to go back to the cabin to get them. To get uh, them. Y- like, yeah. yeah, I
1: need them for my new apartment at college.
0: Yeah. And um, they end up finding his apartment and at at the apartment they run into all the new well his parents apartment i guess i should yeah. say um they run into all the new appliances that are jealous and they want they want to be taken off to college with the master and uh oh, also the guy has a girlfriend named chris um she doesn't really play that much into it but she's there she's there for him to have dialogue i guess really yes. um, um but she seems cool yeah and uh the new appliances get jealous because they, they know that the master's looking for the old appliances to take to college. And they end up throwing out the old appliances out the window into a uh, garbage truck. And they get taken to a dumpster, uh, like a dumping site and everything. Um, there's a TV there that was friends with them because he used to be at the cabin, but then got yeah. taken back to the, to the house or the apartment, whatever you want to say. And when the master gets back to the house, he's trying to save the appliances. He's telling them all the commercials, like, oh, go go, to this junkyard. Go to this junkyard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, And, And, like,
1: it takes, like, a good while for them to be like, oh, yeah, maybe we should go.
0: Yeah. And, but eventually they get there. All these antics ensue with this giant magnet that's terrifying and destroying cars. (laughs) Destroying cars
1: and, like, It's very mad that he can't destroy these little tiny appliances yeah
0: i skipped the uh cutting edge song that that was in the film that the new appliances sing uh that was creepy did not
1: like that either
0: sung by jim jackman susie allenson and a chorus and i wrote down so i feel this i feel like this segment was for the adults watching the movie most of the jokes like the order now crawl going across the screen would probably have been lost on the kids watching the movie that being said, it's nowhere near as creepy as it's a bee as the It's a B movie scene. Uh, but it's not as good. I'll give it a five out of ten.
1: Yeah, I gave it a four out of ten. Not okay.
0: Good. Okay. Um and we're in the junkyard and we get the song Worthless Uh, (laughs) uh, another song uh, just sung by a chorus here and I wrote down so when people wonder why millennials have such anxiety and depression issues compared to other generations it's because they were exposed to movies like this when they were children this segment is uh, this segment is is watching all the cars and other appliances being crushed and destroyed Jesus Christ 9 out of 10 I gave it because it's 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 horrible but it's well done like it it does what it's supposed to do yeah
1: i agree with that i gave it an eight out of ten
0: yeah and so anyway the master i forget his name but him and chris uh show up at rob i guess is his name uh rob and chris show up at at the junkyard and he manages to recognize some of his old he's like hey that's my old hey that's my blankie yeah Yeah. Yeah. and um there he rests he he gets caught on the conveyor belt and he's going to get crushed and this is where, I guess, the name Brave Little Toaster comes from. Because they all do the same thing that the toaster does yes. throughout the movie. Yeah.
1: The toaster's... toaster basically sacrifices herself to, like, you know, save the master by right. g- jumping into the gears and stopping the machine. Agreed. But then toaster ends up okay at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, because Rob fixes the toaster and everything. Even
1: though Chris is like, you could just buy another one for, like, $5. Like... Yeah.
0: yeah. And then he ends up taking them to college with them, And uh, that's, you know, kind of how the movie ends uh the summary here says uh they can't wait to have more adventures at his dorm um,
1: apparently they go to space so apparently they do have lots of adventures i
0: know i've seen that one too because i i know i've seen the other brave little toaster movies i do not remember them at all yeah i don't remember I, them. I, I, I like they're not in in my memory at all Ooh. but i have some trivia for the film um i don't know if there's anything else you'd like to discuss actually what i was
1: going to bring up is in your trivia so yeah. the a113 Go ahead. The number that's in uh, all the different Pixar movies, and it's because it's, like, one of the doors, of the uh, the room in CalArts, where everybody studied, which is pretty much where everyone in Pixar went, so. Okay. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, I
1: was very well aware of that. When I saw it, I was like, it's in this? I guess this is the first instance of A113, mm-hmm. I would assume. Maybe in some shorts they did prior to, like, starting Pixar, but...
0: That's kind of the only, um... That's, like, something that I
1: actually, like, knew about prior to... Yeah. when I saw it, I was like, ooh, fascinating.
0: Yeah, looking at my trivia right here, that's really the only one that is kind of interesting, to be honest. Um, I do have the differences... Excuse me, the differences from the novel. Um, in the novel, the appliances refer to themselves as its instead of genders. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the novel, the character of air conditioner is only mentioned in passing as having died when it passed, uh, when it passed its expiration date. While, the fi- while in the film, he dies from overheating and is later repaired and revived. That's something. Yes, he, the, I did forget. Yeah. The,
1: like They did fix it. I was like, I've already dealt with the trauma of him dying. You yeah. don't need to bring him back.
0: Yeah, but then he also has a sad look on his face because he's like, oh, like, he did come back. Like, I'm, I, I, you know.
1: I'm an <laughs> yeah.
0: um, Blanky was originally rescued uh, from the tree by two squirrels in the novel. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Um, the vacuum, the vacuum's name was changed from Hoover to Kirby and was the original leader of the group, but then the toaster takes its pla- his place. Okay.
1: Does that mean Hoover dies?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, probably just because of the, I guess you could probably use Hoover in print, but not mm-hmm. in film.
1: Oh, I mean, like, does Kirby die then in the book? You know what I mean? Like, it uh, takes
0: his place. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe after he's willing to sacrifice himself mm-hmm. for the masters they're like, oh, you're the leader now. The cutting-edge appliances are sometimes mischievous in the film. I guess in the book, they're not. Um, The gang originally encounters a river, and they use a boat to cross it. While in the film, they, along with Junko, encounter a waterfall, and they form a chain in an attempt to cross it uh, with the office chair. Oh yeah, Junko was the name of the battery. The battery didn't Mm -hmm. have a personality, but that was its name aside from ernie and the city machines the other characters that were planned to be in the film but were never include uh, but never appear include harold marjorie the ballerina the telephone the other blender the fox the elevator doors the compact car the boat and five more cutting edge appliances okay interesting and the original ending was notably different from the film the appliances find a new owner the ballerina rather than Rob to live with. Oh, kind of like, um, you know, <laughs> Toy Story 4 or something. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, so that's all I have. I, I guess we can go into our overall scores. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh... Uh, I'll go first. Okay.
1: This movie is terrifying. I would not recommend it to watch with your children. I kind of get why it's not on Disney Plus. Though, like, they'd have to put so many, like, content warnings. Like, so many. Like, this is not meant for children. I don't know why my parents let me watch this movie. I mean, the animation's okay. But it definitely does feel like a early version of Toy Story. And, like, Toy Story is such a good movie that, I don't know, it's hard to live up, I guess. Um, I would give it a 6 out of 10. Okay.
0: And I wrote down, so maybe this will be controversial, but I don't think this movie is appropriate for young children. I said, maybe this uh, I said, maybe this movie, well, I should have, I think. I think this movie should be PG or PG13 if it did have a rating. Not that there's anything too inappropriate, but it can be and is very dark. The animation is a little dated with some parts not looking that great. The songs and the segments they are in do give the appropriate feelings they are trying to convey. However, I feel like the message of this movie is done better in Toy Story, and then again in Toy Story 2, and again in Toy Story 3, and again in Toy Story 4, and most likely again in Toy Story 5 um, when that comes out. All that being said, it is a good movie, and I'll give it a score of 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, watch Toy Story with your kids. <laughs> Don't let your kids watch it. when like, like how the distributors thought that it was for college-age kids. That's, That's fine. Right. Yeah, yeah It's and, for
1: your teenagers and your college-age kids. Don't.
0: And maybe they'll even get that nostalgic feeling from watching, oh, yeah, my blanket when I was a kid and like the my toaster that i played with. like this this kid tells what it's like you do. yeah
1: like, <laughs> like, skinny tells he was playing with his toaster yeah. and vacuum
0: yeah at least it showed the lamp like gave him light while he was reading stuff and everything like that the toaster like,
1: thing like
0: yeah why I, does
1: toaster act like toaster was playing with him was toaster like running around was he unplugging the toaster and like
0: i don't know what was going on listen i grew up in i was born in the 80s and grew up in the 90s and everything I don't think I ever played with a toaster, though. <laughs> I, could, I could be wrong. Um, but I don't
1: even think I played with like a fake like, play toaster. Yeah. Like a kitchen toaster. I don't
0: think I did either. My sister had one of those, whatever it was, Barbie kitchen sets or whatever. I probably played with that when I was a kid. I don't oh. know
1: if I like that. Weird. This odd all yeah. together.
0: I guess the thing that would be most akin to me would be, like, a toy for boys at that age would have been, like, the creepy crawler. Yeah. thing because that was just a uh, easy bake oven but for boys like, it, <laughs> like that, that's all it was literally the same thing like you put the mold in there you f- put it in and then it comes out like it, it was an easy bake oven for girls with things that you could eat or creepy car- crawlies for boys that were slimy and ooh, you're a boy you like slime right yeah, i guess you like yeah. slime. it's all over nickelodeon yeah i guess i like slime that's that's what it is
1: nickelodeon tells me i do <laughs> yeah
0: and we're going to be talking about a little bit about Nickelodeon in, very shortly in a future recording. Yes. So, um, anyway, this has been the Once Again Podcast. Any questions, comments, or critiques can be addressed to our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com. Follow us on our social media accounts, Once Again Pod, on One Word, on Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast, we have several tiers available on patreon.com slash onceagainpod. As always, a like, follow, or share would be greatly appreciated. Thank you and have a wonderful day. And remember, we will entertain you. We will always entertain you. Rumpelstiltskin always says that magic comes with a price. But for this price, you can get a nice piece of jewelry. Use code ONCEPOD for 10% off your first order at Unusual Magic Jewelry on Etsy. Click the link in the description.